Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. J.P. Finley went on Twitter. J.P. Finley from NBC Sports Washington went on Twitter yesterday and he tweeted, the Jags firing Tom Coughlin is crazy. If the Redskins want to change culture, he would flip Ashburn upside down and he builds winners. Then he responds, I guess, to a bunch of responses to that initial tweet. Skins fans are a wild bunch. This team has one playoff win in the last 20 years. Coughlin won two Super Bowls in the last 12. And this team president had Jags in the AFC title game two years ago. But keep telling me how he sucks. Right. (laughs) So then I guess there were more responses, more back and forth. And JP signed off with, I didn't even say Skins should hire him. Just that he would be a 180 degree change. Folks have serious opinions on Coughlin. I'm out. Here's the one thing. Here's the one thing. If they hired Tom Coughlin, which I don't see happening because A, he's 73 years old, and B, I don't see him dealing with Dan. Right. You know, it seems like a, a really bad. It's mix. a toxic mix. You've yeah. got a meddlesome owner mm-hmm. who maybe not doesn't meddle as much as you think, but likes to get involved in the big decisions uh, and likes to play favorites. I just don't see that that combination working. Um, he would be a proven winner, though. And he is one of the guys that actually successfully made the leap from college, from right. Boston College uh, to the Giants or whatever, or Jacksonville, wherever he first uh, resurfaced. Um, but it's – I don't see it happening. I don't see it as a viable no. deal. I mean, We're even plus, hearing some reports. I think Pro Football Talk, as Drabby mentioned, that Khan, in a weird you know, move, firing him with two weeks left, uh, that Coughlin was about to retire anyway. Right. Well, plus the recency effect also of – the report that came out from the NFLPA that I think 25% or more of the grievances f- filed from their players come from Jacksonville Jaguars players because right. of the way the organization is run. The, the Jaguars want the players to be seen by their medical staff in their building, even during the offseason. He's a control freak. Yeah, so... He's like, doing it old school. I just don't think that really works. I mean, <laughs> I know he's built winners in the past, and I know he brought the, the Jags to a, a title game two years ago, but... I'm sorry, I'm not hiring a 73-year-old dinosaur to run uh, my franchise. I'm just not. Just not going to do that. Hmm. There are plenty of other people that are qualified to you know, run organizations and hopefully build a winning football team. I would not entertain hiring Tom Coughlin at this right. point. Right. I don't know. Drabby, you have an opinion on this? You feel pretty strong. You came in pretty fired up this morning about the, the whole the possibility of it. Well, I don't know if, if Coughlin's the right guy, but I think someone like that, Everyone's so scared of these old school or um, disciplinary type figureheads. And I, I just don't understand why. Like, you, you can have that in the NFL and it can work. I mean, you, you can see. I mean, I don't think Bill Callahan's the answer, but he's certainly done a better job than Jay Gruden and they look more prepared. Than, they, they've looked than better than over the last six or seven teams. weeks. There's, there's no doubt. And Absolutely. that's what Callahan was supposed to be. And I think they will, on some hand, some level, bring. I mean, that's how the pendulum swings back and forth. You go from Club J. As Russell right. liked to call it, to a more of a disciplinarian. Uh, so I mean, I could see someone in that vein. 
I, I don't like to be an ageist like cakes. I do think bringing in somebody 73, though, 74, when you're trying to turn over a new leaf, that's not necessarily the direction I would want to go in. Uh, but I don't think it's because I know that, like, Coughlin, I'm sure Coughlin embraces analytics, you know. You're sure that he does? I'm sure. I'm not sure that he does. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, everyone, everyone's got their own analytical team. Some may be better than others, but, um, you know. How about this quote? When they asked Bill Belichick what part analytics play in in-game decision-making, less than zero. Mm-hmm. Listen. You know who Bill it plays a, a role for? Uh, John Harbaugh in Baltimore. Yeah, that's who right. plays a role. Just, and look what they're doing. That's just that's just Belichick being grumpy. He Belichick has all the numbers. He crunches all the numbers. And how do you know that Coughlin doesn't do analytics? Cakes I'm sure is, he does. Cakes is an agent. You know what it's called? I'm sure he no, does. No, I'm a realist first and foremost. I'm sure he does. It's called an assumption. <laughs> I'm assuming. Yeah, because no, they, he's 73. I'm sure. You think Tom Coughlin isn't set in his ways? You think he doesn't do things exactly the way he wants to do it? And then uh, Drab T-Shirt runs in with an analytics uh, readout for him that shows him a better way to do it, a possibly better way. Do you think he's going to listen to analytical Drab? But you think Probably it's a, not. But you, why do you think it's all about finding the players are all about analytics? That's, I don't think that's, it's no, that's no, nonsense. I, ne- I never said it's all about analytics. That's, that's a component that you need going forward in the NFL. It's a I piece think, of, to the puzzle. I think what Cakes is saying is you need to be open-minded. Correct. Yeah, that's all. Look, he's been successful, but I think there is there is something to the to the notion that he clearly doesn't care about your little collective bargaining agreement. <laughs> right. And yes. He's, and he's got some old school to him that may not necessarily work in uh, you know 2020 and beyond. Um, but it is an interesting name to throw out there, and 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 you know we talked about it last break. Probably part of the reason why Khan got rid of him is to get a jump start on. You know, some of the competition for some of these guys. Same thing the Carolina Panthers did. They didn't want to wait until the end of the season to fire Ron Rivera. Right. They're out there actively seeking his replacement. They want to be out in front of the pack. Rick Snyder wrote something uh, for Redskins Maven. I guess it's part of this SI.com thing that he and Russell are doing. uh, And talking about sort of the odds. He gave his odds uh, for the next Redskins head coach. Of course, everybody's talking about Eric Bieniemy, right? And uh, and Ricky gives him uh, five to two. He's the leading contender okay. uh, to potentially be the next head coach here. Greg Roman, another popular name. Uh, Rick Snyder thinks could be maybe the second most likely candidate. Marvin Lewis, who may not turn you on, may not be a sexy name at all, mm-hmm. but he does have the old school ties uh, here when he was a defensive coordinator. Uh, under Spurrier, and of course, was a decorated defensive coordinator. And people can join on what he did in, in, in Cincinnati and not winning playoff games. Uh, he took a pretty cheap, low-budget organization, and he kept them relevant for a long time. How many times did Marvin get to the playoffs? Six or seven? Five or six at yeah, least. He did a decent, decent job there, in my opinion. Uh, Jim Harbaugh is the one that, that is sort of interesting, and people scoff at that because of the trouble that he's had at Michigan but but Ricky reminds us that he was 13 and 3, 11 and 4 and 12 and 4 in his first 3 seasons in San Francisco and he took him I believe to three straight NFC championship games. Then he had the one year he went 8 and 8 and that was it and then he moved on. Right. Uh It's a pretty good resume. And even <laughs> at 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 Ohio State or at a Michigan, he's gone 10 and 3 in 15, 16 and 8 and he went 9 and 3 this year. The problem that's killing him is he can't beat Ohio State. Right. But nobody who coaches at Michigan recently has been able to beat Ohio yeah, State. A, it's a tough ask. Right? What's Ohio State's record against Michigan over the last 
I don't know, 15 years. I think it's ownage. I'd have to look up the... I mean, if they won, like, one game, maybe? I mean, it's it's something ridiculous. I'll look it up right now. But, uh, yeah, I know that Ohio State has owned them of late. I don't know in the last 15, but... Is Jim Harbaugh a sexy enough name to come in here? Because that's the other thing that Rick points out in the coaching search. When you're looking for a coach, the only time that Dan has hired someone that without a sexy name is Jim Zorn. The one year where they just... They just petered out, and they just had to. They had to go with Zorn, uh, who they had hired as offensive coordinator originally. Everybody else has been the big splashy name, right? The Marty Schottenheimers, the Steve Spurriers, bringing back Joe Gibbs, bringing in Mike Shanahan. Jay Gruden had the sexy last name, didn't necessarily have the sexy first name. Um, but uh, uh, Gruden was a sexy hire, ish. Ish. No, I think he was very sexy because everyone was hyping up what he did with Dalton and what he, I mean, Cincinnati's offense. It, yeah, but not, he didn't put it this way. He didn't even get the best Gruden. <laughs> right. Well, John, I mean, John that, wasn't available then. Was well, it? Was he, between, he was working Monday Night Football. It was between, but I remember it was between Zimmer and Gruden. Those were Look, like the two he was, sexiest he was coordinators. Sexy-ish, but I mean, let's be honest. Most people assumed at that time. He was hired because they were hoping he would be able to duplicate some of the success his brother had. If his name wasn't Gruden, I'm not sure he would have been hired. According to my research, my research staff, Michigan has beaten Ohio State twice since 2001. Right. So that's pretty one-sided affair. They're they're two and uh, 15 or something. Yeah, two and 16. Not been good to be a Wolverine in that match. You can't necessarily hold that against Jim Harbaugh. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 